The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to episode of 189 of Force and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Prime in the building. Can we call this emergency podcast? Maybe it's kind of a, I'm kind of, ex- it's a, a little late to the emergency, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, it's an exciting podcast. Exciting podcast. Yeah, yeah. I thought Friday was going to be a, a Netflix and chill. It turned out to be a Netflix and Anthony Harris. Uh, as I watched all the highlights and kind of like figured out, Wow, they pulled this off. I can't believe we actually got a a quality safety. You're talking about the market out there, one of the uh, one of the top uh, guys out there to be had. We're, we we have a guy in, in the fold who uh, has relations with uh, not that, those kind of relations, but he has relations with Gannon uh, and will be getting back to what he's used to doing. And hopefully, he's a a guy in the mix that kind of echoes home what Gannon wants to see in his defense, uh, in, in his safeties. Uh, we have we have McLeod coming off injury, torn ACL. We have, uh, you know, Kayvon Wallace. We don't really know uh, who, who he is yet as a player. Jalen Mills, the hybrid defensive back, is no longer in town. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, we have a, a safety that you can, you can hang your hat on. Uh, he's, he's been pretty solid over the last couple of years, um, you know, Anthony Harris, sixth season last year, 58 solo tackles, uh, seven uh, passes defended. You see that? His college, uh, that is the University of Virginia teammate, former teammate of McLeod. Um, But your initial feelings, guys, once you heard the news about Anthony Harris being signed. Uh, Well, my my initial thought process, I was sitting there. uh, The first thing I thought of, it's a huge step up from Jalen Mills. Uh, Jalen Mills. Love the dude. Lo- love that he's sticking with the Green Goblin look, even though he's going to New England. Uh, you know, that guy will always be a Philly guy, always thankful for the Super Bowl. But let's be real about the situation. I mean, I was expecting more out of him uh, moving to the safety position. And ultimately, it just didn't end up being what I was expecting. Anthony Harris, on the other hand, I think he's a really solid option at safety. And uh, once Rodney McLeod gets healthy again, to have those two on opposite sides of each other, and then you got Darius Slay out on the outside, if we could just get one more cornerback uh, in this room, we would actually have a pretty solid secondary that I'd be happy with. Uh, so, I mean, we got the solid secondary. We got the solid line. Uh, we just need to fill in everything in between, you know? Top Topic of the podcast, you know, I mean, the excitement. It, this is the reason why we're coming on live right now and bringing this excitement to everybody. Um, I'm excited that I was actually op- able to open up a Christmas gift. Yeah, I mean, didn't just get to see everybody else open up a gift. I got to open up a gift. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, I, it was a great signing. One year, five million. I mean, dirt cheap. It was just like, hey, we had to do something. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm pretty excited about it because of the fact that, you know, 
we've been tugging, tugging, tugging at the Eagles to go do something, and they finally did it. <laughs> now the uh, shout-out to people in the chat. Uh, Manuel Carter says, great coverage safety, just, just got to sure up his tackling. Jordan, he's all for it. He's like, this was a good signing. Um, Sean, Sean Patrick is already asking for a Dory Jackson. We'll, we'll, we'll be talking about that soon. Yeah, yeah, we'll get on uh, that one. Kevin says, I like the smooth, great signing. Fuego G says, instant upgrade. Uh, Ryan says, he's eh, not really impressed with the signing. Okay. Um, at the, as a, as a, like comparatively to Jalen Mills, though, like I, do we all agree in this room that it's a step up from Jalen Mills? Ab- absolutely. I mean, this, this was a guy, he, he does have ball hawk tendencies. I know that he, you know, he had a, he had a down year last year, but in 2019, he did co-lead the NFL with Tredavious White with six interceptions. Um, so my man does have that ball hawk gene inside of him and then on top of that something i also love about this guy he was an undrafted free agent correct so just like anyone that's got that kind of dog mentality i think it's kind of similar to Jalen mills so Jalen mills was the seventh round guy wasn't really anticipating him ever making an impact or being a starter but he stepped up i think anthony harris has that same kind of dog mentality that we're looking for have it be an undrafted free agent that you turn into uh one of the the league leaders in interceptions one year it's very impressive and, I mean, some people are questioning the tackling skills. I mean, come on, the numbers speak for itself. And then on top of that, I mean, if I read that correctly, he had 104 combo tackles. So, I mean, it seems like the guy's in plays. Like, he's going to find his way to get there and make the play happen. So, I mean, that yeah, that right there is a big upgrade. And when it comes yeah. down to the dollars and cents, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Gail, but, like, one <laughs> one year for $5 million, that's reasonable, right? Very. <laughs> I mean, hey, like, the way that our bank account is set up, yeah. that, that's the right kind of deal. And if Kevin, if Kevin Hart was our GM, this is the perfect freaking player to be signing right now. According to Sports Info Solutions, Harris allowed just nine yards and 178 snaps of man coverage last season. He fits the prototypical ball hawking type free safety. Harris, nine interceptions over the last three years are tied for sixth among all safeties, while 24 pass defended are tied for seventh. Um, at the end of the day, man, we, we got a guy that knows the system, uh, can relate what the coach is trying to uh, uh, portray on, on on the field. So, I mean, you have another guy who's able to, you know, let the younger guys know what is actually going on. Um, and it, it, the signing made sense for the money. Come on, man. The money. And this. Gaining coach for threes. And th- this is really what it is. Like, if you go back to any of these signings across the league, if you see the new head coaches in place, you'll see all these other former players who played for them that know the system, know the scheme. It's all about scheme fits. Now, if he's a scheme fit, I'll take it for now. For now, it's, hey, man, we, beggars cannot be choosers. Absolutely. Um, perfect signing. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. Sean says, not talked about enough. Uh, Sorry. But the Eagles have three DBs who played under Gannon in Minnesota. Harris, Epps, and Craig James. Seems like we're going for that sort of familiarity, which I'm totally fine with. You go with players you're you're comfortable with, uh, players that know the scheme that you're trying to go for. I mean, it, it works both ways. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I I like the fact that you know, I mean, you you go and deal with people that you have history with because I mean, trying to figure out a new scheme or just trying to figure people out. Right now, I think we're like beyond all that. Mm-hmm. So you know, what I mean, let's go into the season knowing our guys. You know, as much as we do. So that yeah. way we get, you know, have that confidence going into the season. I don't know, man, because like when I initially saw this signing, I, I 
was very happy with it. And I, to me, the, the, one of the first thoughts that went through my mind is I'm finally starting to see the end of the tunnel of what has been completely poor um, secondary play out of the Eagles for the past few years. Like we have guys that have just been getting burnt in historic fashion. Uh, th- these past few years, it's just been a week in and week out thing that we just have guys getting burnt. And now that I'm starting to see all these pieces come together, um, and a new defensive scheme, I'm really starting to feel more confident about about what our defense could be. Could we, could we see the resurgence of a, a strong defense of Philadelphia, man? I really hope so. I mean, it's we're on due, our way, Gail. Yeah, we're on our way. I'm not saying it. it's due to happen. We need it. We need it back, man. We need that defensive scheme back in our you know in our lives. Yeah, I, I, but the thing I I do like I, I like people out there like doubting what this defense could be. I, I like people doubting what this whole offensive unit could be. That's where I need keep them keep them on the uh, give them every material out there to motivate these guys to be their best selves. That's fine. Like I'll be uh, I'll go into the season unassuming, uh, and hopefully this defense they switch things up. I mean the fact that all these people out there, all these players are saying that the Eagles defense had a tendency not to like switch things up, you know? Yeah. You know, we might have a guy in here that actually likes to blitz a little bit more that that will be nice. Um, Kevin, Kevin's already talking draft. He's already talking, uh, well, cornerbacks. Dude, I, you, you can smell it. I, like we are sitting here at March 20 right now. We are officially like what a month and two days ish away from the draft. Six, six weeks away. Yeah. Almost. Um, Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, I think he'd be a, a baller uh, in the second round. Um, he, he's a he's a playmaker. He's got his dad's instincts, I believe. Uh, so I mean, he's a guy that I'm, I'm looking at. You know, people might knock him for his size, but he's got a big, big heart out there, and uh, he, he he's he's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that that goes to uh, another point that we just mentioned um, about um, Adoree Jackson, yeah. a, a cornerback who's also visiting with the New York Giants uh, on Monday. He flies out uh, tomorrow. He'll be there on Monday for a meeting with the Giants. And he has a meeting with the Eagles Monday night. So if things don't work out well with the Eagles on Monday, with the Giants. I mean, with, with the Giants on Monday, um, and you don't like uh, how it smells out there in Jersey, because they are in Jersey, uh, not New York, uh, you can come down to Philly. And uh, down 95 and, and be with the most rabid fan base there is. And if you make one mistake, we'll let you know. Yeah. Definitely let you know. <laughs> and, and talk about mistakes. This is a play from a, a preseason. Here if you guys remember this one. All right, he's at the top of your screen, Mark and Michelle. He's going to run a deep post against quarters coverage, which means there's four guys deep. And I'll circle him right here. You see Michelle against Adore Jackson. Adore gets spun around, tries to go for the ball, not able to do it. And what a throw by Sudfeld to hit him exactly in straight. Tutty Suddy, look at that. Uh, and Mark and Michelle. How you feel you know, now? People, <laughs> you know, people people find receipts everywhere. That that doesn't mean that he's not gonna be he's not he's not gonna be a player. It's just uh, you know. We have receipts. I, I, you know, everyone remembers. Uh, I was just like, Dory Jackson, USC. Okay, yeah, Mark Michelle. I remember that play. I put put it on. I put it on. Uh, I put it on Twitter that time he got burnt by Mark Michelle. Uh, yeah. But I mean, overall, you talk about CB two, right? The the position that we all knew that we needed to really address. Yep. The Eagles put 
Asante Lil Tete out there, Lil Tay needs to be inside. We all knew that. So the fact that they put him at CB2, we will, prior to the season starting, we you all mean Avante? knew that. Avante Maddox? Yeah, I call him Lil Tay Tay. Lil Tay Tay. Lil Tay. I thought you said Asante. That's my bad. Lil Tay Tay, Asante, Lil Tay Tay. Um, but can we all agree that that was kind of a mistake having um, him outside? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, 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 there was a lot of there was a lot of us that went into that season with our saying it with our chest that uh, Avante Maddox was going to be just fine on the outside, and we ate crow, man. We we certainly did because my man got burnt. He he didn't live up to the expectations, and then you end up just watching guys like Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas just actually find production in their new home. So that was a that was a swift kick in the uh, in the groin. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm glad I'm glad uh you know we well I'm hoping that we can go ahead and make this move. I'm not saying that Adore Jackson is going to be the guy, but we definitely got to go ahead and get Avante out of that position back in the inside. Uh, we need to get away from that because, like Evan had pointed out, I mean he he got burnt too much, and it was just like again the expectations going into the week. As soon as that ball got turned over to the defense side, it's like oh shit, who are they going to go and attack? You know what I mean and. I was one of those guys like, oh, man, watch Avante, watch Avante. You know mm-hmm. I mean? Who's going to be on him? So, yeah, I, I, I really hope we just address that position. Uh, if, again, if it's not with Adoree Jackson, you know what I mean? We just need to address the position, period. And I feel like the the, the board sets itself up nicely for us to, to go out and get a cornerback in round two. Hopefully, you know, there's uh, Newsom out of Northwestern, I believe. Um, Asante Samuel. Uh, Omar says Eric Stokes. What do you ran a four two five? Eric four, Stokes two five. We're talking four, about two, five, burning. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about getting burnt. Uh, how about, how about think, the burning uh, speed, man? I think four, Campbell. Two, Campbell ran a four two two eight two nine something. Everyone, yo, everyone's gonna run a little bit faster this year since they're not at the combine because it's unofficial. So, yeah, uh, those pro day numbers a little bit faster. But hey, man, like again, I it's think just the like value driver's license. Yeah. Or your or, or your or your height, you know, you're like that's what I'm I mean. Your driver's license, sure, five eleven, sure. Yeah. <laughs> or, or my weight, I'm not that fat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like how much you weigh? Uh, one seventy five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yo, I, I, the value of the board in the second round to get a cornerback, or even like even going back and getting safeties, I'm cool with that too. Um, I'm telling you, this draft has, it has the possibilities of setting us up for success it, it kind of fits all all our needs um in terms of where the where we fall in the draft and where the bo- the board fits so obviously um eagle fans are, are clamoring over cornerbacks i hope you hopefully all you guys are doing your homework i've done my homework on the the top cornerbacks i'm working my way down right now uh, i was watching some stuff on newsom it's an interesting product uh prospect um but overall i'm just like we need somebody in here, CB2. CB2, having a nice CB2 would be uh, wonderful. Kelly says, Kayvon Wallace needs to be on the field. Absolutely. Um, so Absolutely. With, with, with McLeod being out, and, you, you, I mean, Anthony Harris, uh, do you think Kayvon Wallace is going to be that guy playing opposite of Anthony Harris to start out the season? Or I mean, if they don't address, if they don't address that position if they don't, the draft, If they don't go through it in the draft. They, they got to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm honestly I, excited to see what Kayvon can bring to the table in this, like a starter type role. But it's all—it's also a new defense. So, like exactly. you know, he's—he's he's learning a new language again out there. So it's like you talk about—he's gonna have to start from ground, uh, ground yeah. zero here to figure out this new defense. So obviously, when you have a, a guy like Harris beside him trying to 
teach him the ways. That'll help. Uh, we also brought in Mr. Anthony, no, Andrew Adams. Andrew Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Adams uh, contributed primarily on special teams for the Bucks last season. Originally signed as a UDFA out of Connecticut in 2016. He started 32 games over five seasons with the Giants and Bucks and has six career interceptions. Should be viewed as a much needed depth signing for the secondary. This is expected to be a low cost signing. There's no, uh, there's little risk involved here with Jalen Mills off to New England uh, and, and McLeod coming off a ACL surgery in December. Uh, the depth is much needed uh, in that group. So overall, it's like, again, cheap depth signings. Um, he's a special teams ace. Uh, he was on the Super Bowl winning Bucks team. It's, that's you know a super Bowl. Brady winning another Super Bowl. That doesn't. Does he have any more fingers? <laughs> Yo, it's it's absolutely not out of the uh, out of the question. I think that uh, Brady is not going to slow down next year. I think it's if if you're on the Tampa Bay Bucks, you got a good chance of getting a ring. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the scary part. You know, I mean, the more that man keeps on playing. It's like years as he goes deeper into his uh, career, he gets better and better, man. I, I, and now that bastard's in the NFC too. <laughs> I hate to admit it, man. I mean, uh, are we? Do we think Brady's going to retire after this the season? Please, can you? If, dude, if, if he were to make another run, why? Why would he? Well, Shady said he, he was going to play to like forty, like almost fifty. Yeah, I think he's, I th- got, he's I th- like I th- forty-eight. I think Brady is very honest with himself, and I think that he is going to end up. Uh, he'll he'll know when his when he just simply can't do it anymore. But I think that he's made it obvious after what he threw like forty six touchdowns this past year. Um, yeah. I don't think that he's ready. <laughs> I don't think his body's telling him it's shutting down yet. Shout out to Morris McRae over here, uh, aka Mo. This is my former college teammate and captain. This guy's a beast over here. He said Brady's got a chance to repeat over here. Um, you know, uh, he, he does. He does. Um, I, I think the Chiefs have something to say about it. Um, and I think uh, Moe's Giants have nothing to say about it. So we'll, we'll keep it at that. Our Eagles don't have anything to say about it either. We, we have some work to do. But, I mean, overall, I think uh, right now the favorites to, to re- go back to the Super Bowl would probably be – what is Vegas saying? Tampa. Tampa. I would say it has to be Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Jersey Boy he says, would you guys take Jackson if the price is right or prefer prefer a corner from the draft? I think I think you still have to like you still have to go after a cornerback, just a, just a veteran cornerback, and then get another get get another corner in the second round. I mean, I, I think it's a it's a perfect opportunity to restack the deck, man. You think about those players that we had in here, like Sidney Jones, uh, Roswell Douglas, like you, you know what I mean? Like, could you have had kept those guys as depth uh, with all these other guys that were uh, moved on from um, in in a different system years later? Um, Omar, uh, another CB two to look out for is Rodarius Williams. Uh, our guy AJ Torres actually did an interview with him uh, during the Senior Bowl. Um, I've heard a lot of other Eagle players talking about Rodarius Williams as well. Um, so I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, like right now it's like, we're just trying to figure out who our team is. It's, it's obvious that we're still 
trying to make moves on the cheap. We're we're like the we're the bargain hunters right now. The Eagles are the bargain hunters, and that's okay with me. Like I can I, I know being a bargain hunter. I got I, 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 I'm a coupon user. <laughs> I, I know it sucked. It sucked when we were out there seeing everybody signing people. Uh, the first day of uh, free agency. Uh, last night, I was over here like, uh, the Eagles signed someone, Joe. We did it. Uh, we finally got somebody. Um, that actually made sense. It's not even like, you know how Eagle fans will tend to, like, uh, big up their own players without, like, oh, he's going to be the best guy next yeah, year. I got, yeah. Now that he's with us. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I think I think it's a, it's, it's a perfect opportunity to – he, he makes sense. And I was just like, I was looking at Vikings players and Colts players, uh, like who's on the market. Um, so, I mean, that's that's where I'm at. Look, looking for guys that played with Gannon, that yeah. makes sense. And then start drafting and developing your own talent. So I, I feel like Gannon, man, if Gannon if turns out to be okay, dude. I, I mean, and he's kind of following the same sort of uh, road path that, Jim Schwartz was following in that like he's going and getting his own guys, guys that have played in his system before, which is something that, I mean, say what you want about uh, Jim Schwartz's scheme. It has its its ups and its downs over the course, but like we ended up having some great seasons together. He ended up like some of the best players that came from Jim Schwartz's defense were guys that he's played with on previous teams. I'm thinking of guys like Nigel Bradham. You know, it's just like that, those kind of guys that you have a familiarity with, um, it's, it's, you know, who to take with you. And I think Anthony Harris is a guy that, uh, Gannon sees a lot of potential in, and, uh, I- I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like that concept. You got to go again, you got to go into the season being familiar with people that you, you know, you could surround yourself with and know your system and, you know what I mean? And know how to go after the ball. Once you go ahead and give them that direction or that play and all that stuff and, and that's why I, I, I love the scheme, and I hope, you know, it really turns out, you know, a different story for Gannon because, again, we just need that back in our lives, like I said earlier. You know what I mean? We need that we need that umph to go and, and have that defense go after the guys. Yeah, I, I agree. You're muted, Gil. And I agree with what uh, Tim has to say. I mean, he's talking about drafting a cornerback. I, I personally, I, I'm not particularly eyeing up a cornerback with the sixth overall pick, but I 100% think that by day two, you have to have a uh, another corner, a rookie quarterback, cornerback on your team through the draft. Uh, at, you got to draft one by the third round at the latest, I think. Yeah, at the latest, definitely for sure. How's my mic right now? No, crispy, my guy. Crispy. Crispy. Shout out to uh, 2020 Vision, uh, our technician uh, on, on the back end. <laughs> I, w- I was, uh, I was, I was hitting you up in the private chat. I was wondering if you, uh, if you saw that or not. Uh, let's see. Um, shout out to Soko. He says, "How are we feeling about the potential Dory additions with Harris now?" Uh, yeah, I mean, we we just talked about it recently. It's just, <clears throat> it just, it just makes sense for now. Mm-hmm. These are just like temporary pieces. The way that our bank uh, account's set up. You, know, you got a hole in the wall. You got to put some moxie on there, fill it up, and then paint over it. That's what we're doing. Like <laughs> next season, we could have a whole new wall. Um, we could have a whole new wall. We, we just got to put a poster over top of the hole right now. It's easy fix. Uh, Marcus says, as long as Dory isn't expensive, more likely a one-year deal because the new cap. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these players that get that one-year deal, get your weight up, you know, get your stock, stock right, and then when – the new TV deals in place. All these teams are going to have extra cash and you get that other deal, dude. 
Now, um, I, I know that we've been talking about, yeah, you, you got there before I did. I know we've been talking about defense primarily this entire show, but I did see John Clark's uh, tweet right before we started this podcast, and he was talking about the possibility of Nick Foles finding his way back in the nest. I mean, guys, can, can, we, put, can we put this one to bed, please? Can we please put it to bed, or is this just going I, to be a story that exists every offseason until Nick right, Foles retires? I don't, I don't think it's ever going to get put to bed. You know what I mean? You're going to bring the man if, – if they decide to bring that man back, you got the statue out there already, you know what I mean, it's, it's going to be an ongoing matter no matter how you look at it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. You know, and don't you're, get you're me bringing, wrong. We need to address the QB situation, but with that, are, are we satisfied? I, I think in terms of uh, having a young quarterback with confidence who's willing to fight, I'm I'm all I'm all for that. Do I think bringing a veteran quarterback to help lead the way and help mentor that'd be nice? Uh, you know, even a guy who, you know, we, we were thinking fits magic. Uh, we were thinking maybe Tyrod Taylor. We were thinking Jacoby Brissett with with uh, relations with uh, Sirianni's system, but that didn't work out. So now we're we're sitting here, we're ghost riding, we're, we're ghost riding the whip with <laughs> with Jalen on the side doing his thing. And for now, I think uh, imagine if they get Kyle Trask from Florida, and an, another. QB controversy, but then we've already talked about the 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 possibilities of getting a quarterback at number six. Nobody really wants to talk about that. You know, there's people that are on the Justin Fields train thinking that he might slip, uh, or the Eagles might move up. And then Howard Roseman recently in his press conference with Sirianni said, you know, you all that rumor about us not going uh, and sticking with Jalen Hurts. Uh, that's all hearsay. Obviously, no nobody's going to show their hand prior to the draft. A lot of pre-draft smoke is out there. It's up for us fans to kind of like decipher what they really are trying to do. But I think has Hurts showed you enough to not be the guy? No, I don't think to be the guy, the franchise. He's showed you enough to trust in him maybe in a year. But like that's that's not how scouting departments think. That's not how GMs think. They're hey. You saw Kyler Murray get drafted one overall after they drafted one uh, high. Yeah, before, yeah, uh, yeah, before that. So new new guy, new system, new mindset. Do they believe Hurts? I, I think they I think they might. I mean, if you if you give Hurts a dog, Kyle Pitts at six, or I it's Jamar Chase at six, or Pitts, move back, slide down, get extra picks, second round, and then maybe Devontae Smith or get a Jalen Waddle. Like you can't go wrong in this draft when I tell you oh, there's playmakers. No, I'm mean, just saying like there's jinxed it. Th- there's playmakers there like Pitts, like Jamar Chase. Waddle, I, I agree with you, but those are all that- do- those are all dogs though. Though I I, I yeah you know, I would not I would not feel I would not feel weird about any of those guys if we got them. I 100 you know I mean? agree with you. I, I know I, I normally don't I know I normally don't say that. But how? Yeah, but to say Howie Roseman, there's no way he can screw this up. Oh, bro, can screw. He can yeah. screw it up. He can screw it up. <laughs> Big time. Big time. Uh, people are are wide awake in the, this morning. Uh, shout out to shout out to Tim. Complete kicks over here. Check out his uh, sneaker podcast, man. Uh, diehard Eagle fan. It's been on the show. Yeah. Friend of the show. Yep. He he's going for a uh, cornerback Tate Gowan in the later round. Interesting. Interesting. 
another little I believe he I, another little Tay-Tay. I think he did um the Eagles have shown interest in him. I think he had a virtual meeting, Zoom meeting with them. Um Kevin is speaking from the rooftops. Let's get off the Foles train. Please, with Kevin. You, Kevin. Preach, bro. With you. Preach. We are with Soko's you. saying take Jamie Newman at 150 and then let Jalen cook. Uh, what about like we talked about Kyle Trask? No one said anything. His 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 offensive coordinators here. You draft Kyle Pitts at six. His old tight end is here. Wow. I mean, okay. the, yeah, and, and and we are also uh, seeing that the Eagles are going are going for guys that they've worked with before, and uh, they're going for that kind of formula with this team. So it makes sense. It adds up. How he's uh, salivating and drafting a punter early. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael's like, you can't go wrong in this draft. No, I said, I said you can't, you can't go wrong with those guys, the playmakers at the top. Like, like it, I'm telling you, if he completely messes this one up, me, you, and a whole bunch of people, we're gonna be at Novacare waiting outside, bro. Like, I will be there. I will be there. Uh, I was actually there. I pulled up when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and they got off the air, airplane and me and my cousin were at the store and we all drove down to uh, Novacare and everybody and their mother found out that they're on their way. And you cars just pulled over all over the road and we all waited outside for the players. It was, it was amazing. Uh, but we will be doing that. If you botch this draft up, we'll all be pulling our cars up. Yeah. People, they Pitch blocked the traffic. Yeah. Eagle fans yeah. are nuts. They just blocked the traffic. They parked in the middle of the road. Cops didn't do anything, and uh, it was amazing. But we will do that again. That is that is because that I'm choosing violence on this one. Um, Gail, Gail leading the way. <laughs> parking in the middle of the road is a total Philly thing, man. I mean, I, th- I love when out of towners come into Philly and they just see the roads just piled, <laughs> cars parked right in the middle. Like, it's what the hell's going do, on man. here? Is, is there do. an event going on? No, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> What's going on? It's what we do. <laughs> uh, man, uh, let's see. Everyone's talking. Everyone wants to talk about their their, their picks here. Mm-hmm. Ronnie per- Perkins is a guarantee pick since Howie calls Lincoln on players. Calls Lincoln on player. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, I think I think the other picks that we need to start talking about and looking at are interior interior linemen. We need we need one piece or I, I say one piece middle rounds. Uh, there, there's some some guards and some centers with some versatility out there. I think that's important. I think safety, possibly second to third, uh, been, linebacker, Jabril Cox, been, maybe. Go ahead. You've been talking highly about uh, Drake Jackson uh, to eventually fill in for uh, for Jason Kelsey. To, uh, do you think? Where do you think you could get him in the draft? What round? I'm thinking like fourth, fifth. Like I, I you know, because I'm, I'm looking at other positions to be filled here. Like mm-hmm. if we're going to take a shot on a, a developmental player. Uh, uh, my guy Braxton, he covered the c- covered Kentucky for probably like three years, and he was he's he's been putting me on to Drake Jackson for a couple for 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 a while now. So he, he's like, yo, you got to look at uh, Drake Jackson. He did he did he did fairly well at the Senior Bowl. Um, so I mean, he's a guy that I'm looking at. So I mean, there's there's other guys that you could look at. Um, I know Creed Humphrey, Landon Dickerson, um, some guys that people have been talking about. Um, you know, you're, you're just trying to, like, think about a, a, a guy with some some guard center versatility, unless the Eagles think Isaac Suomalo is their future center. I mean, Jason Kelsey has said that Isaac 
He's like, after I'm gone, I could see Isaac being the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be interesting to see. Yeah, David Moore also. Yeah, David Moore. He's a guy that uh, I've been adding in my mock drafts late. Do you, do you guys do mock drafts or uh, yeah. am I the only? No, I, I, do. I, do. I don't. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> you know, when you pay the you pay the premium prices so you can put the trades in, that's that's a level of nerd. Uh, that's that a, that's right a new thing, right? That's is that just new this year? Because I I could have swore that I never paid for it, and I used to be able to do the trades. Well, there's there's all there's a whole bunch of different on mock the draft drafts network. out there. Yeah, yeah, but there's other there's other mock drafts simulators yeah, no. out there. Mm-hmm. But people will show their drafts on, on the timeline. You're like, which one did you use? Because you're not guys like I traded back three times and I got Jamar Chase at number ten. I'm like, you're not getting Jamar Chase. Jamar at Chase 10. at ten. No. Yeah, <laughs> break your phone. <laughs> uh, shout uh, out! Shout I, out to I, Kelly. I, I really wish I would have took a picture of that. You know, you guys had that draft geek look on you guys when you said that. <laughs> Do you pay for the premium for the the mic track simulator? <laughs> uh, Kelly says, "Do you trust Dillard to take the reins at tackle?" I'm not high on him. Um, I think some people would have to be high to be high on him. Um, <laughs> No, I, I just think uh, shout out to first of all shout out to Diller. He's a he's a he's a he's part of the Prime fan club. He he owns a Prime helmet. I was there when Prime placed the helmet in his hands, and he was so excited. Uh, but who Diller to Prime? Diller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a moment. It no, was a moment. It was a moment. <laughs> I mean, I I think Diller could be serviceable. I don't think his career is over by any means. I think people are just. Oh. People are just like, just down on him, just yeah, not yeah. high as in high on yeah, him. Yeah. But I got, I gotta be honest, man, and it's gonna sound silly, but like I really think that there's a lot that goes into just how people view him. Because I think that uh, like when a lot of people saw the J Jaw with the umbrella, that's like a lot. What a lot until J Jaw steps up and moves beyond that and has a breakout season. Everyone's just gonna go <laughs> J Jaw. No, oh, they're for the guy that needs the sun umbrella. I think that sort of same thing is going on with, with that Andre Dillard crying bro yeah. when, when yeah. he when he was getting beat the hell up by Josh yeah. Sweat and so like until Dillard shows like that he's got that dog mentality everyone's going to point back and be like okay wasn't that the guy crying during training camp I'll, I'll go with the uh, ukulele player thanks <laughs> I, I mean if, if Dillard shows up in some corn rolls some corn rolls and a couple fronts he's like yo this is new the new Dillard's here, bro. Like, yeah. ain't nobody, no, ain't nobody stepping on my toes. He shows uh, up like a Denzel on training day, <laughs> just for, for uh, and then he, training camp. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, y- y- y'all to be. Uh, oh, what's that? What's that line from Denzel? Um, can't, you the man up in here. <laughs> uh, but he got into a fight with um, what's his name? My brain is not working today. I can't even. I he got even. He, he got into a fight in training camp. Was it with Josh Sweat? Oh, not Josh Sweat. It was. Uh, I can't think today. Yeah. Well, he got. You know what I'm talking about. I, our, I, our remember, I remember the story. I just forgot the. Uh, Who, who's our other oh, defensive end? Barnett, Barnett. Yes. Jeez, man. Oh, Derek God. Barnett. Oh, yes. Uh, man. Um, I mean, if if Derek Barnett is punking you right now. But it happens. This is this is football camp. That Not is everyone. Part, that is part of the football yeah. camp. You know, what I mean, you go in there with that mentality. Everybody's fighting for a job, so you know, what I mean, the frustration is going to go ahead and definitely surface 
it's how you handle it. It's how you handle all this stuff that comes your way. I mean, that's just things in general. You know what I mean? Just be blessed in the fact that you are given the opportunity to play in the NFL, man. Go in there with your, with your pride and, and don't let the little petty shit, you know, take over your your life. You know what I mean? But that's 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 the problem with Dillard. That's the problem with uh, which McCall too. Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, just just go in there and, and beast it out. Go get that job that, you know what I mean, you came into the NFL for. Yeah, Kelly says, I didn't think he was a first rounder was my only thing. Yeah, I, I just think he, uh, you know, his, his mobility is what people were, were liked in this game. I think um, um, Stoutland was excited about his smarts, um, the way that we'd like, you know, count steps and stuff like that. I, th- I thought his functional shrink would be an issue coming out early, um, coming out as, you know, his, his first year. Um you're talking about a guy who was like super light when he came out. I think he was like 260 pounds mm-hmm. when he got to college. I think his, his dad was actually a, a big standout linebacker at Washington, um, Washington point, State. Yeah. Point blank, point blank. He has a lot to prove this upcoming season. Oh so, yeah, oh I mean, yeah, yeah. Hey, but all, all I all I gotta say is shout out to him for being part of the prime oh, fan club. You absolutely. know, appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> I think we got another uh, shout out. I mean, we got uh, some YouTube select. We got Joey Shakes in the house, man. Yo, Joey Shakes is a Welcome, celebrity, you guys. Lo- if you guys content, man. Yeah, if Check you don't realize, Joey Shakes, man, this guy's doing it on YouTube. He says, "What do you think of the Anthony?" Uh, I, I think it's. Uh, I think we're all big on. Like, it. Yeah, we uh, mentioned earlier. We're just like it's a perfect signing. The way that our bank account is set up, and my Kevin Hart voice, I'll say it again. Perfect signing for the moment. I think having a Dory Jackson in, you know, he he he's an athlete. You know, you know, I feel like uh, he's serviceable. Um, I think he was he was uh, set to make like ten ten point four million, and the Titans let him go. Uh, they saved like three mil and they let him let him walk. So I think uh, overall, I mean, he's better than what we have right now. I mean. He, I, yeah, mean, we, we, up. I mean, we saw, we saw some, you know, what was Michael Jackwet out there? Ooh, former tire sales, for, former <laughs> tire salesman. Bro went from selling. He sold me my Jetta. Oh, he was like, yo, I'm selling tires and now I'm getting scorched on national television. And, and no one's like, he's out there like, help. Me and <laughs> Schwartz is like we had no one like you could have put anybody out there to help him pull the Julie, Julian Edelman somebody pull yeah. some put somebody on the side of the ball he was getting murdered murdered um, <laughs> let's yeah. see Paul Paul shout out to Paul from London he says we need to get Ertz out because the situation is not looking good for us do you agree that that writing's been on the walls for damn near a year now. Um, I, I've been saying, we've all been saying that Ertz is not going to be here to start the year. I just don't see that happening. Uh, it's it's got the the smell of how we've written all over it. Uh, just that he is trying to kind of poison the waters as far as Zach Ertz and just get everybody comfortable with getting him the hell out of here. It's ultimately going to happen. Uh, I think Ertz is going to get moved. I think that especially there's no way on God's green earth that if we were to go after Pitts during the draft that Ertz were to still be here. Uh, we we plan on moving forward with Goddard and whoever else. Uh, Ertz says uh, it's unfortunate because I, I really liked Zach Ertz as a uh, as a player, but his time in Philadelphia seems to be up. I'm going to miss Julie. Yeah, I know you you're going to miss. Hey I'm man, miss, it's it's. I'm miss hey, Julie. you could. 
you can always watch U.S. soccer, U.S. women's soccer, and you can always wear her shirt and still rep, rep the brand. No, I, I think, I think, right. <laughs> <laughs> you better tell your wife. Uh, Already did. I think, I, <laughs> I think, I, I think Ertz, you know, I, I feel like, you know, the Bills, they were told that all that smoke and mirrors at the Bills, they, they just signed the tight end as well. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think Ertz is, is even his brother had mentioned it. He's like, you know, He's like I. I'm not speaking for Zach, but it's he doesn't Zach will tell. Even Zach will tell you if he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild, and you know he'd like to go somewhere else and start fresh. Um, you know, A two D Tville. I want younger talent develop depth across the board, and if that younger talent could be a Kyle Pitts, that's some dominant younger talent. Uh, Dallas Goddard and. Kyle Pitts would give defense these defenses the shits. Uh, you, if they you see those two lined up, you're like, how how are we going to match up to this? Yo, I, I was watching Kyle Pitts against uh, J.C. Horn, J.C. Horn um, out of South Carolina. One of the top corners on the draft, aggressive, real, just get in your face, nasty attitude type. He had perfect coverage on Kyle Pitts, perfect, and he still was. He still was uncovered. His ability to get open, and that's the one thing that you look forward in the way that he runs routes at his size. Uh, it's going to be crazy. Uh, he, he's also a Philly native. Um, prodigal son returns. Uh, anyone want to finish that? You, those lyrics for me? Uh, okay. Wrong guy on that one. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm 80 cents guy. I mean, House of Pain. <laughs> um, but as far as uh, but yeah, I I see Ertz getting out of here. Do you think if Pitts were to come in here, he's instantly the starter over Goddard? I would imagine with all this uh, hype around him that he would have to be. I mean, he, he seems like that dominant. I mean, imagine drafting some someone at number six and he's coming off the bench. That yeah, and you, and you shouldn't be you, sh- you shouldn't be drafting at no, number you should six, be drafting yeah. at number six if you coming off the bench. Yeah, uh, training, training camp's definitely going to prove all that. I think that Dallas Goddard, he might have to. Uh, I, I actually deleted my Dallas Goddard meme with the guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if that's appropriate anymore. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like that. Da- I think Dallas Goddard um, would. I think that would definitely make him compete. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think Dallas Goddard would say, you know, this is it for me. Maybe my time in in Philadelphia is up. That was a shot at Wentz. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't nah i'll stop right there no I, I just think that would be you know if we 12 personnel would be a nice could be little lit. package and it's you know people are just like i don't know if he's gonna go to hey if you get kyle pitts 12 personnel in dallas got it 12 personnel is gonna be something real nice something real nice yeah um, there's, there's definitely gonna be a tight end open pretty much every play Soko says uh, the same way they sh- they stopped Ertz and Goddard. Bracket coverage with linebacker safety, two tight end isn't isn't the way. Two tight end isn't the way. Uh, but Kyle Pitts is a unicorn. He could play he could play X. I mean that's what everyone's telling me. He's a unicorn. Unicorn. He could play X. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, someone, Kyle, someone, yeah, someone said he's someone said he's mix of Calvin Johnson meets Travis Kelsey. Right. Oh, <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah <laughs> called him Hall of Famer, right? <laughs> he, he can make it work no matter where he's at, dude. 
and he's I mean, from if, Philly playing for the Eagles, right? That's a lot of pressure. If he's beating coverage on J.C. Horn, I mean, that's impressive, dude. He's one of the top corners that we've been talking about in this draft. So, like, if he's able to run step for step with him, like, sky's the limit. It's not a bad choice if we go Kyle Pitts, man. Point no, blank. Not, not a bad all. choice but at all. Now that there's there, there are talks of Atlanta being in on Pitts and imagine Julio Jones, Kyle Pitts. I mean, I think they'd be doing a disservice Calvin to Ridley. Their, Calvin their, Ridley. Their, their, yeah, to their franchise if they didn't draft a quarterback. I think so. To, so. to replace um, Matty Ice. Matty Ice, also a Philly native. Didn't he go to the same high school as, as uh, Kyle Pitts? Did he? Is that, I don't know. Someone, someone to fact check that. Man, there, there, there's a lot of hype out there. Like I, I feel like um, there's a lot of hype out there f- to getting a, a playmaker. Every, I, I, the whole vibe right now to me makes it feel like offense is the way in the first round. I think so. I think that's where everybody's been leaning towards. But then you also have to, I think, go defense kind of heavy on uh, on day two, just because we talked about just. Um, like how we we've been in getting scored on constantly. I said how our our secondary's been in shambles for the past few years. So if we can finally turn that around and start forcing offenses to have low scoring games, it can make it that much easier on our own offense where they wouldn't have to score as much to win. I think that's the formula that you want to go for there. I think you want to try and shore up that defense as much as possible. And get guys like an Anthony Harris that we got today that can create turnovers. I mean, that's something that we've really been lacking in our game is the ability to force turnovers. So you get some guys like that on the team. could be a completely different defense. No, they went to two different school, two different high schools. Okay. Um, what do you, who, went to, who went to Archbishop? That was Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Okay. Nice. Uh, Luke, a shout out to Luke Stanfield, a writer of Fourth and John. He said he played against Kyle Pitts. Um, and and he is not as athletic as Kyle Pitts, is what he, he said. Wait, um, Luke played against Kyle Pitts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he, was, when he was a kid, they played in the same. Wow. They played on the same team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he, was, and he wasn't as good. That's surprising. And, I'm, and I'm, like, I'm like, Luke, can we get an interview, bro? Yeah. <laughs> we hooked it up. Uh yeah, uh Tim says uh DJ also said he he's a remake of Megatron. I mean th- these are like these are like these are like he- Daniel Enormous Jeremiah, name. a guy that I respect and I watch his career blossom from when he just was just he's just been a tremendous asset to the draft community. But for him to say he's a remake of Megatron, that's like man, that is like yeah, that's, that's you, a serious comparison there. I mean, you're putting a lot of uh, you know how eagle fans are you can't you can't say any of this stuff and then he comes in here but the other other key thing is he ne- he's ne- he's, ne- he's never dropped a pass in the red zone never 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 Dude, i i got to be honest i was a few weeks ago i was in the place of uh like i'm fine with drafting kyle pitts but i wanted to move back and get him at like eight or something like that i i've, I've been talked into taking him at six if he's on the board when you're when he's there at six you, everything that's being said about this guy is very impressive i mean you have like you said gail daniel jeremiah you have guys that are well respected in the industry that have the highest praise for this guy so if they I, see I'm, that i mean i you can make me believe it 
I totally agree, man. I've been watching so much video since you guys have been like bringing him to light and the kid is just all over. Like you could use him in many ways. And again, you know what I mean? Like even like what Soko mentioned earlier, not that two tight end set, but that's fine. I mean, Hey, you go ahead and keep Goddard in the tight end set. You go ahead and use Pitt somewhere else. I mean, you know, sometimes we hurt in that wide out position. So, I mean, you can go ahead and throw some of these defenses off by throwing them into that position. And the kid goes out there and he makes a play. That's what we need. You know what I mean? He's a secret. He could be the secret weapon that we've been looking for. And, and I've had this this vibe right now. Like I've, I've had Chase uh, over pits at this moment. And I just feel like he's also an alpha. And like I would feel okay with either one of these guys. Either one of them. I just, either one of them. I just, I'm happy. I just think it's been it's been a minute. You know, it has been a minute. Uh, you you want to know when the last time a wide receiver that was drafted by the Eagles has went over a thousand? Like the the last time Jeremy drafted Mack. Eagles. Yes, two thousand and nine. It's the last time a, a Eagles wide receiver that we drafted had a thousand yard season. Not two. That that was. I'm just saying that was the last time a wide receiver was drafted. Right, two thousand nine. Yeah, right. um, but it, yo, give me an alpha. Ch- I mean, Chase is like his play strength is is tremendous. Um, and I and like, I think Macklin was a great player, but I think that Chase seems to have a much higher ceiling than the, Macklin had. Chase like, not even the, close. Chase has been he he he's, he's had he's been working pri- pri- working out privately with like. Uh, you know, instructor since he was like 15, 60. Like, dude's been a beast. He's been in the way. Like, d- the dude has been a monster. I think he's built different. Like, what he did to the SEC as mm-hmm. 19 year old, as a 19 year old, is kind of tremendous, man. And the fact that the fact that he didn't even play last season and he's in the top five, top six discussion. <sighs> what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you have to do? Like, he and all these cornerbacks you're talking about, Sertan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you CJ Henderson, like he's murdered all these first and second round DBs. Diggs, who plays for the Cowboys, go back and watch his film. Looks completely lost against silly, a. Dude. Yeah, and the fact that we're talking about him and he didn't even play last year in the top ten, top five tells you exactly what you need to know about twenty touchdowns, man. It's insane. And people are like, just like, kind of like, even even Waddle in the discussion, like, you know, Devontae Smith would not have that Heisman season if Waddle played. Yeah. Um, they would have to share the it, ball. And I'm not, I'm not taking anything from Devontae Smith at all. I'm just saying that, you know, that he wouldn't won the Heisman if Waddle was here. And but because people are looking at Waddle like, who's oh Waddle's now coming in the discussion? Yeah, He's been in the discussion. If you yeah. that ball would have been spread out a whole lot more with Waddle in there. But Devontae Smith, man, he put some tape on. Oh, yeah. On film, so Absolutely. pretty exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. But then, yeah again, I, but then again, we've had this discussion before. We've been in this boat. You know what I mean? Then come draft day, it's like, ugh. I, I, I really think that, like, Pitts and Chase, they are the top tier of what we can get at uh, the sixth pick overall in the draft. And if you, like, go in, if you don't end up with either one of those two and you end up with a Smith or a Waddle, like, that's fine, and it, I think it can work out. But, like, if you're going for top-shelf stuff, it's it's got to be one of those Chase two. or it's Kyle Pitts. got to be one of those two. Yeah. Uh, Marcus, said, he said, Matthews, Jordan Matthews, he was off by three yards, my guy. 997 yards. <laughs> I, that was the first guy I thought, too. Uh, but, um, yeah, so – 
Coach A two D Tville says Coach Siri is talking about thirteen personnel already. I mean, bro, he he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna bring an element. I mean, people might say whatever they want about his pressers, like bro, let let the guy live right now. Yeah, like, absolutely, you know, please. When Doug came in, you were like, you know. Were you like, was he the Super Bowl winning head coach? <laughs> Not at all. Um, people, I remember the Stunad meter with uh, with Doug. Everybody talking about what a Stunad he was, and I mean, ultimately it ended up co- coming back out of the shed. But <laughs> we got a Super Bowl first. <laughs> oh man, it's just it's insane. Um, Paul Wadey says uh, from London. He says, "I want Chase, but someone needs to persuade me to think that Pitts is a better option." Well, if Daniel Jeremiah doesn't persuade you, uh, do you want lobster Paul. or do you want filet mignon? Like that, that's your options right there. Either one are good, man. Either one is good. <laughs> Even though hey, I've never had lobster, but I mean, I know I yeah. hear it. Either one is good. You know Either what I mean? One. And then, and how no, you not honestly, have lobster? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't have seafood. We're not going to touch about that. You know, that's not what the podcast is about. Let's that. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, like honestly, like I mean, since being back at Philly for that draft that we had here, um, I haven't felt like this. You know, since then, you know, what I mean, when. Ezekiel and Carson Wentz were in that in, in in that top to either go either way. Like, you know what I mean? I was good with either grabbing Ezekiel Elliott at the time or I was good with grabbing Carson Wentz because we weren't sure what was going to happen. They went all in, got Carson, you know what I mean? I was definitely, you know, happy and excited about it. But that's the last time I felt like that, you know what I mean? Because these drafts recently since then have been crazy. But, again, having that feeling, you go into this into this draft day and you're like, you know what I mean? Please, please, Howie, don't mess this up. Like, it's yeah. got to be one of the two. And then, you know what I mean? You make that decision. You make the decision that us, the fan base, wants. And then, you know what I mean? I really feel like the rest of the draft can go just as smooth and start filling in the gaps that we need to go ahead and draw attention to. So what you're saying is since we got rid of Cam Johnson, we're going punter at six? <laughs> 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 nah, t- Tim says Timothy uh, from Facebook says Howie to Nick, so we need a kicker at six. <laughs> <laughs> Get the kicker from uh, you know uh, Rikers Island. Man, uh, listen, that kicker, Rikers that, Island kicker State. Better, that kicker better kick. He better be the first one to tackle. All right, <laughs> fumble recovery, and then run it in for a touchdown every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think like the first and second round, I. I, I really feel like there's great value there and like you gotta be a moron of a GM this year to screw this up. There's like I know, I'm just saying, like we put this is this is this is Howie's last leg. Yeah, you speak facts, on. bro. So, so was last facts. year and the, you Look, know. This, no, I, I feel like this is like you, <laughs> you're on board. Nah. I'm with Gail, man. I'm with Gail. Yeah, we we we've kind of like hinted, you know what I mean? We're tired, we're tired, we're tired. But this year Oh, that's it, bro. Like I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I, I'm I'm in Lurie's ear, like in 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 uh in, in uh karate kid, I'm like sweep the leg. Like <laughs> just sweep it. But Do you he, have a problem like, with that? <laughs> the first and second round, like that I don't think you can't it's hard to like really screw that up. And yeah, he does. Yeah. But like the third and fourth, that's where that's where it gets tricky for he, he. That's like that's where he has to start winning. Like if he if he can't start hitting on picks, like the fact that we got sweat where we got him, um, you know, I think uh, you know you talk about the guys that we that have made sense in later rounds. You know, Jalen Mills being a seventh rounder, you know, hitting on some some 
his hit his ability to hit on UDFAs versus other guys. Mm-hmm. Like, can we make it make sense in the third and fourth? Davion Taylor's got a he's got a, he's going to get That's an opportunity to play. He's going to get an opportunity to play this year. This will be interesting. But again, Temple this is Sean Bradley. Sean Brad. This isn't this isn't Schwartz's defense either. Yeah. So yeah, that's the, maybe, that's the other thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> maybe Nate, 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 uh, Nate, your boy Nate out here. Uh, he's not here anymore, right? Can we get uh, Nate can Gary? We, yeah, that bump. Yeah, can we? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, this, this, not, that name's not coming out. He, he heard that there was an opening selling tires. He went and took that. <laughs> First round pick. <laughs> Uh, that name is not coming out my mouth no more, man. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the white snake they called him. Um, yeah, Michael so, says, "Are there like any that. retired firefighters that we should consider at number oh, six? Yeah, yeah, never forget that yeah. one. <laughs> Bringing back real bad vibes, man. I remember I was at training camp at Lehigh, yeah, and I was you. like, and I was like, uh, I was like, that's the guy, huh? And that in didn't that work case, out. In that case, give me another Mike Mamula. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, like Howie she- has as the history of trying to outsmart himself, so just have to try and avoid that man. Have someone with some sense in his ear. That's all you can hope for. Yeah. I mean, if, if if we have some linebackers that can cover, I mean, it would add a nice little element. Like uh, we did a talk to prospect. Shout out to Chris Malley on Jabril Jabril Cox. Um, we usually try to pick guys that we kind of think that would make sense. That's why we usually do these talk to prospects and try to figure out guys that we think that makes sense for the Eagles. Uh, dude's got over, you know, close to a thousand uh, snaps in the slot. Um, I'm not going to say he's a thumper, but he's a guy in, in space that can can run for his size. Six, three, two thirty one. Um, you know that you're talking about those hybrid types. Um, but, uh, you know, Eagle fans are always cl- clamoring for a linebacker around the first and second round. I don't know if that's going to happen. Never does. Um, but, yeah, let, let the young guys play. That's, that's that's a vibe that I'm with. Let, let the young guys play. Uh, make it make sense for our budget. Um, I look, we're, 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 like, shopping for our players at Goodwill right now. We're not at – Absolutely. We're not at – That is correct. Not at the mall. <laughs> not at the mall with a budget. We're like, yo, uh, I'm going to head to uh, Plato's Closet, get me uh, a cornerback <laughs> for like $5. You know? But sometimes that's just where you're at, bro. It doesn't mean that things can't uh, you can't put together a fire outfit from Plato's Closet. You know? <laughs> like, it, but it, if, if you bring the perfect uh, players in here at the right price, and – I mean, this is where we have to be. It's, I think it's really about a culture shift. Um, you know, we did, we went this pretty much this whole podcast without mentioning uh, the quarterback in Indianapolis. And I feel like whether you like it or not, it, it's a big culture shift in the locker room because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's more of like a, an elephant in the room. And that's a small locker room. And like if, if there was a, a divide there or there was a, a sense of weirdness or something going with the on in that locker room, I think it's going to be a weight lifted off a lot of guys' uh, shoulders just having that opportunity to like, all right, well, Jalen's the guy now. Uh, start, Let's start fresh. Let's start doing what we uh, do. Um, hats off to Wentz. Um, we watched his, his presser. I think yeah, I, I've, he looks like he's in a little bit of different headspace. Mm-hmm. He's out here 
uh, doing little talk shows and giving little nuggets. Um, what, what was your thoughts on the on the jersey number selection? I mean, do you, do you, was that uh, intentional? Is that uh, is that it's something that he's trying to put a chip on his own shoulder? I, I, I that's the way I look at it. I mean, I think it's him showing who's going to be the better number two. That's my opinion. <laughs> or that he's second to Jalen Hurts. <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, we we know uh, Pitts, um, Michael Pitts, Pittman, Michael Pittman. Didn't junior didn't give him yeah he didn't want to give 11. him eleven right yeah right. so one one plus one equals two oh. or like or like uh, he said he he said he he said he liked he said he liked the number two or is that is that a uh, it's kind of weird man it, it is kind of <laughs> weird but also shout out to uh, Giovanni who who was able to. Uh, Break the news of the yeah, number. Yeah, that was awesome. Man. That was that pretty awesome, awesome, man. That, that, that was no, well man. done by the uh, the Colts organization, honestly. Yeah. Given uh, given Geo the ability to to drop that nugget. Yeah, man, that was I'm talking cool. about breaking news at uh, age 13. Hat tip, yeah, my yeah, guy. Cool, man. Hat tip, my guy. Um, but uh, we're we're hitting the hour mark here, guys. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of draft talk that's continuously. Uh, going on the next couple of weeks, keep a lookout on these talk the prospects that are coming out. I know we're going to be dropping. We just dropped a Jalen Waddle. We did. We're do. We have a Devonte Smith out there. We did a couple of cornerbacks, Sertain and Caleb Farley, Javante Williams. Um, still got to do one on Kyle Pitts because he's the tight end god right now. Yes. Um, that one. Look for that. Look for that one next week. Uh, but any last words before we get out of here? Prime, start with you. Oh, uh, no, nah, you know what I mean? Just uh, everybody stay safe. Um, keep looking forward to uh, some moves being made. Yeah, well, uh, excited to go ahead and uh, see what these uh, young boys are going to go ahead and bring to the table. Other than that, you know what I mean? It's always go birds. Yes, sir. Evan. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the Anthony Harris uh, signing. I, uh, I'm starting to think that this defense can really start to turn it around. Excited for the days to come. But today's big day. One of my favorite people, my sister, Lindsay Hearn. I want to give a birthday shout out. Happy birthday to my sister, Lindsay. Happy birthday. I mean, you're the, you're the best big brother ever, dude. <laughs> uh, last words for me, I'm just like, I'm kind of just letting the, uh, let everything unfold. You know, it's like you, you could sit out here and shoot off some hot takes. And it, it's, it's just a matter of like, you got to be patient. You got to see what they're trying to fix, what they're trying to do here. Uh, see what pieces make sense for the team and for the budget. Um, I'm all about the youth movement right now. Um, I think bringing good energy and good vibes and, and good health. Uh, let's all pray for the uh, the uh, the doctors that are working with the Eagles this year. Let's pray for them. Uh, have them put their best foot forward this year. Uh, but overall, man, I'm just excited for uh, the draft coming up. I think that's where you need to win, and that's where you need to get better. And there are playmakers to be had. Um, but until then, we will see you guys soon. And as always, it's Fly Eagles Fly. It's- 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary.